A good mommy takes care of you, and a good daddy takes you to play and take care of you too. Hey, that was just a little sample of what you can expect to hear in this episode. So make sure you tune in because you do not want to miss this. Let's cue the intro. This is Parent Them Successful with author and licensed educational psychologist Jessica Shields. Your child no longer has to struggle. On this parenting podcast, we unravel the complexities of the education system, give insight into intervention services, and offer encouragement and tools alongside your parenting journey. It's time for your child to thrive. Welcome your host, LEP educator and mom of four, Jessica Shields. Welcome back to Parent Them Successful podcast, and I am so glad you're tuning in today. We are here answering the question, what makes a good parent? Or what makes a good mommy and daddy? And of course, I am talking about something very important. And I have asked this same question to a couple of four and five-year-olds. And I wanted to know from their point of view, what do they consider to be a good parent? You know, kids are really perceptive and they're often unfiltered with their answers. And that's what I love about them, that we can really have a sense of the truth from their point of view. And, you know, also it's important to understand that we can gain a lot of insight from listening to kids. Kids have a lot to say and their voices are so important. And we want them to understand that their voice does matter. So often, you know, it's important to take time out to listen to what they have to say. You know, I don't think we do that enough and we need to be very intentional with that. Well, today we will be learning from them what makes a good parent. So go ahead and tighten up those earbuds or tone up the volume in your car on your commute because we are definitely going to be digging in. Now, I wanted to talk about this term, master parent. What is that? This is a term that was really coined by Ronald Ferguson. He is the director of Harvard's Achievement Gap Initiative. And so he, along with um, an award-winning journalist, uh, Tasha Robertson, interviewed hundreds of successful adults and their parents to come up with these major roles that what they call master parents must fulfill in order to raise smart, high achieving children. So what I love about it is that it didn't really matter about the person's personal background, where they came from. And regardless of that, you know, they all had certain traits in common. And, you know, they had this one particular trait where they exhibited intense commitment and vision when it came to raising their children. And, you know, that is not a skill that is, uh, you know, developed by chance, but it is something that these master parents do with purpose. So very intentional. So I was inspired by this and I created a document that uh, really outlines some of the work that they talked about and I really wanted to give parents a tool that they can use, just a quick reference guide that you can use to um, parent with intention or become this master parent. And 
in addition to breaking down some of their concepts and some of those roles, I added a few more that I thought are very critical in raising highly successful children. And this is based on my own research and also what I've seen working in schools. And so one thing that I'm really big on is strengthening the relationship bond between the parent and the child. That is so important as children are growing and learning and as they are understanding how to navigate the world around them and be emotionally intelligent about it. And so, you know, I thought it would be really fun to just talk to four-year-olds and five-year-olds and hear what they have to say when asked the question, what makes a good mommy or daddy? And so here's our first little child, our little baby. She's four years old, and here's what she had to say. A good mommy takes care of you, and a good daddy takes you to play and take care of you too. You know, there is so much to unpack in what this little girl said. I heard... A good parent takes care of my basic needs and spends time with me. And that is so true. When children feel cared for, it definitely reinforces that sense of attachment and it builds that connection and empathy. You know, those are things that, uh, you know, we don't say soft skills anymore. We say professional skills because they need that in their professional world and When we're doing this with them at such a young age, we're setting them up to be emotionally in tune, not just with their own feelings, but with others' feelings too. So it's important that they have that emotional reciprocity and that they're learning how to regulate those emotions because you know, they are being taken care of and we are reinforcing that connectedness. So definitely it strengthens their emotional regulation. Now, let's talk about play. There are benefits to playing with your child. You know, some of the benefits are that it gives you, again, that opportunity to connect on a different level, on their level, not your level, but their level. And it also gives you a chance to teach them those critical social skills through play. Like you hear about this often, turn-taking, imaginative play. And there's something called associative play where they share materials and you just talk about them. You know, you're just kind of having this casual conversation about what you're doing in that moment. And that even is a great way to build communication skills in general, vocabulary. So especially for you uh, parents out there, if you have a child who has some struggles with their speech and communication, then definitely play is a great way to strengthen that. But most importantly, you're strengthening that bond and you're giving them something that they can definitely take with them through their adulthood. So We have learned so much from this little girl. Let's see what others have to say. So I did talk or I interviewed another young girl and she's five years old. Again, we're asking that same question. What makes a good mommy or daddy or what makes a good parent? And I love this one too. So listen in. 
I think being a good, the way to be a good parent is to read a book. Yes, it can be as simple as reading books. But what does that really translate to? You know, what I'm hearing is that education is important. You care about my future enough to invest in it. You care enough to give me an early start in life. And that's what I hear this child communicating. So, you know, in my Eight Secrets to Raising Highly Successful Kids resource, I do talk about the importance of establishing a love for learning early on and how crucial it is in giving your child the head start that he or she needs. So, you know, working in education, those students that come in with that early start are better prepared for kindergarten. And those first five years of life are the most important in a child's development. And master parents definitely take advantage of this time because they know they can see the most benefit from it. So here are some things that are great. And here's some wonderful benefits if you are establishing those early learning wins in your child's life. You're definitely giving them an early lead. So when they do get to school, they have a boosted self-esteem. They have positive feelings of uh, academic achievement. And, you know, for them, once they enter school, we know that those who are already prepared in advance and they experience those successes, they really have uh, an opportunity to just blossom into something great, you know, because they have that encouragement. So definitely reading. And again, for any type of communication boost, it's important to have reading as that foundation. So love, love, love reading, especially with my background as an English teacher in the past. Reading is always my go-to recommendation for all parents, even for those kids who are just you know, really doing above and beyond. So even for our struggling students, but also for the advanced students. Now, I did talk to another four-year-old asking the same question, what makes a good mommy or daddy? And listen to what she had to say. Papa helps me. He helps me feed myself and makes a sandwich what I want. And he loves me for always. He loves me for out and in, in your heart. And God loves you in and out, wherever you will be. And he will love you wherever you are. Now, in this one, I'm going to stretch us a little bit. I'm going to say that there are two messages to interpret here. Number one. Do things for me that make me happy, especially when it comes to food, of course, right? And I bet this dad makes the best sandwiches ever. I bet he does because she wouldn't have said that makes a good mommy or daddy if he didn't. And then the second message I'm hearing in this one is love me unconditionally, even when I make mistakes. 
And so, and I can tell that she has a strong background in um, her faith because she also understands that uh, at some level that there's a bigger, higher power that also loves her unconditionally. But wow, these kids are speaking so much knowledge to parents right now. So let's unpack number one first. Let's unpack this notion of joy. When parents do things that bring their children joy, this builds that psychological resilience. You know, joy has a lot of power because it reduces anxiety, um, you know, by giving children relief from the tension that they may be holding in inside of their bodies and their minds. And joy also boosts learning, allowing them to be in a calm state that enables the most optimal state of mind so that they can effectively take in information. And so learning is taking in information and storing it and then being able to use it in uh, inappropriate situations. Joy also helps children try to find new things. So, you know, if you think about a child who is always stressed, you know, they're not gonna be wanting to, explore, be creative, stress really does inhibit that. And so joy, you know, is connected to feeling happier. So when children feel happier, they are more willing to step out of their self-protective mode per se and open themselves up to new novel experiences. And again, I know we're talking to four and five-year-olds, but These principles apply to children of all ages, even in their teenage years. So think about it in that aspect, too. Now, there is another piece to this particular uh, clip or this little interview. And I want to talk about the second point, which is all about unconditional love. And unconditional love is one of the most powerful factors in healthy development for children and teens. And so when parents accept love and show affection to their children, even when they make mistakes or even fall short of your expectations, this is unconditional love. You love them anyway. And so basically it's love with no strings attached. I'm going to love you regardless. I'm going to love you regardless of who you are or what you've done or what you didn't do. So parents who love their children, no matter what, are just showing that unconditional love. Now, you may have situations that are in contrast to this where it's, uh, you know, conditional love, where conditional parenting really does send children the message that they must earn their parents' love. And therefore, the children will feel like, They need to fulfill their parents' expectations in order to receive any type of affection or approval from them. And you don't want that. It's not good because these children will tend to exhibit anxiety and you'll have that and often question whether they are worth the love or even um, worthy to be, you know, treated well. And that will follow them through their adulthood. So we definitely don't want that. This little girl is helping us gain insight into what is important. And that is showing our children 
unconditional love because, you know, there's research that points to unconditional love being connected to healthy, healthier brain development in in children, enhanced ability to forge positive relationships, greater stress resilience so they can overcome stressful situations better. And then, of course, if you're handling life better, your immune system is going to be better. It's going to be healthier and stronger. So lots of great benefits from just showing unconditional love to your children. Now, our last kiddo is five years old. And here is what he had to say when asked what makes a good mommy or daddy. Mommy and daddy spend time with me, play football with me, and play, watch the game with me, and spend time. So, I love this one. What? And I love all of them, but this one's very particular, and you can tell that he spends a lot of time together with his parents doing things that he loves. So what I hear this little boy saying is that it is important for parents to engage in activities that uh, the kid enjoys, right? Parents should always be showing interest in the things that interest their child because that is creating a bond. And those bonds are often strengthened when you're engaging in a shared interest, And it's definitely critical to their emotional growth and their emotional development. And I'm telling you, these are some great opportunities that can open doors to more communication and just more bonding in general. And if these go unmissed, you know, that means that maybe the parent isn't being intentional enough to capture those moments. So understand that effective communication is the key to developing a healthy relationship with your child. And it's going to last a lifetime. They are going to remember those moments and be intentional. It, and yeah, it does take practice. Yes, practice makes better. Practice the right things makes better. And because, you know, your children go through many stages of development, the way that you communicate will definitely need to evolve too. Because the way you're communicating with them when they're five, four and five years old is not the same way that you're going to communicate when they're 15 years old. So just know that your communication will evolve as they grow. Effective communication, however, involves some very key important pieces. One of those is active listening. Active listening is where you're actually paying very close attention to their emotional signals and needs. And this will definitely guide you as you interact with one another over time. And it will improve the quality of that time that you spend together. And uh, in the Empower House Academy, we do have a couple of courses that directly speak to this, you know, that quality time and also recognizing emotional signals and what to do. So it really spells it out and gives you some resources there. Now, (laughs) we really did learn quite a bit from our youngest minds. And it's very important to keep listening to the voices of children. They really do have so much to contribute 
to making us better parents. They really do. They have a lot to say about a lot of things. But if we really listen, we can really hear their message. And so by amplifying their voice through listening to them and affirming their ideas, we as adults get to send the message that their voice matters and they will be able to take that lesson into adulthood to make a greater impact in the world. And isn't that what we want? We want them to thrive academically, socially, and emotionally so that the world benefits. And, you know, it's important that we keep that at the forefront of our thinking. No more don't talk until you're spoken to, you know, help them to find their voice and to use their voice to make this a better place for all of us to live. And so your loving reminder today is amplify the voices of our youth because their voices matter too. And they need to know that. So with that being said, make sure you download the eight secrets to raising highly successful kids resource. And I put the link in the show notes for you. Hit the subscribe or follow button down below so that you get notified every time there's a new episode. I really don't want you to miss out on these jewels to help you better support your child. So finally, make sure you share this podcast with others because sharing is caring. And it's wonderful to know that you have helped bless another family simply through sharing. So three things, download, subscribe, and share. I love being your go-to resource for parent support. So until next time, be blessed and love on your children. Thank you for listening to the Parent Them Successful with licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more information about our services, the Empower House Academy, or to take our quiz, What's Your Parenting Style? Go to StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. Feel free to email us directly at info at StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other ways to stay connected are on Instagram and Facebook by searching Stronger Mind, Stronger Youth and on Twitter at official underscore SMSY. Until next time, be well and love your children for they are a gift from the Lord.